This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Shut up and sit down. Hey everybody, back with another episode of the Bowhunter Chronicles podcast. Adam, John, and Frank sitting down tonight. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, our upcoming turkey season. And uh, we've been sitting here just kind of shooting the shit, trying to figure out exactly what our plans are going to be. We don't usually plan things very well, I'd say. <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, all the, the – John can probably attest to this. Frank doesn't know what social media is, but um, – Seeing all the pictures of the guys that are already have their turkey seasons underway, I'm like, oh my god! And there's so many turkeys around here. I mean, Frank, how many turkeys are just right down the road from your house? Hundred. One spot, you know. I mean, they're just they're kind of like you know. It gets to be well. Should I run one over today? Yeah. It's just, <laughs> well, you got to stop for them. Yeah. You know, every day. Crossing the road, you know, you got to stop. So, but well, then when you get out in the woods, and it's like. See ya. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like today, like I, I got my my calls in the car and I've been calling, practicing, you know, does this sound good? Blah, 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 blah. And are you educating the birds? No, right. no, 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 no. No, that's why they've been acting <laughs> like, funny, huh? But, but <laughs> this car sounds like a turkey. But yeah, to that sad. point is like I, I was going by there and I mean, literally it's, I don't know. 400 yards from Frank's house and this guy's got a flock of turkeys. He's been feeding them and then they know that it's like the safe haven. Well, I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to call and like get these turkeys going, you know, cause they've been out there. I mean, this, we've had like a, a nice like bit of weather. It's been like the first like warm up where it hasn't been raining or snowing or something. And these turkeys have been super active. I mean, like strutting everywhere. Like you see an open field and there's going to be, turkeys out there strutting so i mean it's just like a strut fest over there so today i'm going over there to pick up my daughter got my call in my mouth and i slow down i'm like all right i'm gonna call these fuckers not a turkey in the yard like not (laughs) one and i'm like oh yeah they know like it's it's like a couple weeks away like these and and i i think that that's kind of like the way that it it goes and i think seeing all those turkeys like that close to you know every single day we see them and so it's like, oh, you know, it's not going to be that difficult. Blah, well, see, blah, blah, for blah. me, I, I would rather not see them there, you know, <laughs> because if they're there, you you know, you're going to have a tough time killing them, you know. Right. Oh yeah. But uh, down, I, what I did notice, like you said, they they weren't there today, and they haven't been there for a few days. You know, uh, I, I it might be that it's just that time where they start to bust up, you know, and all the young birds and the hens, you know, are moving away, and you know, the toms are. I know they're. There was a group of times, eleven of them that are in that group, you know, that have been sticking together for a while. But they'll they'll start busting up too. So, and I have seen some 
uh, in different places within a few miles, you know, uh, you'll see a big bird here and a big bird there, you know. So that's probably what they're doing, you know. Yeah, starting to move around. And so we mentioned it on one of the earlier podcasts, but like, so the way that Michigan's turkey season is set up is it's one bird, and um, you know, depending, there's like one week seasons. So there's there's two one week seasons for the most part, and then there's a third season that is broken up between public and private depending on where you're at in the state and then if you're in the northern part of the state it's all the whole any property um up there and those birds are a little bit more educated a little bit harder to hunt and it all depends on weather it looks like this year you know for the earlier seasons we're going to have some pretty good weather um, hopefully <laughs> yeah i mean yeah, as far as everything you know, right now can change in a minute yeah. well, and we, it's one of those things where you see both sides of the coin this year i think i mean like i said all things are pointing to good but if you have that early green up and you have tons of leaves on the trees and it's tough to hear you have snow and you know then the 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 turkeys are less active and you know it's not all that fun to hunt turkeys in the snow no. um so, <laughs> well, we've hunted them in all conditions, though. You know, I mean, Johnny shot his first one in a thunderstorm. Thunderstorm. <laughs> you know, it was it was really weird because you know we we had gone in there and we called for quite a while, hadn't we? Yeah. And it was just like there wasn't a turkey around for for some reason. I don't know what it was, you know. But then this fast moving storm came in from the west, and we were up by the Pine River there, and uh, as soon as the thunder started. Turkeys started gobbling. What oh. three sixty was it? Yeah, you know, I mean they were gobbling everywhere. everywhere. And then I saw. I just said, "Well, you know." I start calling. You know, and they started answering. You know, I mean it was so weird. You know what I mean? It was why didn't they? Why didn't they do oh, something before? Also, but, just turn them on. Oh, they come running too, didn't yeah. they? <laughs> and I had a similar thing hunting out there to the farm with my dad. Yeah, you know, it was one of those days where it was rain was imminent but you're out there like at first light trying to you know beat the storm it's not supposed to rain for a couple hours maybe we can get something going and i'll be damned if it wasn't like as soon as like it was like that pressure change you know where you 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 felt it and we were just walking after we crossed that snowmobile bridge we were walking through there and Mm -hmm. i mean walking and calling walking and calling then we were just kind of walking and bird lit up right there and um i did the best i could i mean i called him I called him. It's, my family doesn't hunt turkeys because I called him right, I, just like my brother. Like I called this turkey. He should have been deader than a stone. <laughs> should have, you know, should have had another hunting partner with it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> quick draw, McGraw. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, but it, that was right exactly when it started raining, and uh, that was. I mean, I'm still not great, but you know, with a mouth call where it was just, I sound like a dog on a leash so i was doing everything i could with the pot call with the you know friction call and there and then it started raining so then i was now i'm just squeaky (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so you know so we've got it split up so that myself and frank's son are hunting the first week john and my brother are hunting the second week and then frank my dad and uh frank's hunting partner partner quick john mcgraw they're hunting uh <laughs> the whole month of may so so that's the way that we've got to set it up and i was thinking about that how terrible it is that the guys with the most time you know that can hunt whenever they want to you know frank he picks the longest season you know my dad can take off work whenever he wants to and take off any season john's looking at me like you know i'm not talking about you <laughs> well, here here's the thing though. You have to look at it past, you know, our our records, you know. And sure, some some of those earlier seasons are fine. You know, they're great, you know, but like I say, you have a little weather problem, you know, man, all of a sudden, you know, you're down to the last wire, you know, there and you're going, "Oh, man, are we going to get a bird or not?" you know. You got 7 days. Yeah, you got 7 <laughs> days to hunt, you and know. You got, um, I look at, you know, if you give me 25 days, I would much rather have 25 days because something's going to happen in between there. You know what I mean? Well, I can't 
get out there today or, you know, we've got to do this, you know. But those turkeys, we've always done well in that last season. Yeah, I don't disagree, but I've only ever hunted the first season once and tagged out on the first day. So my thought process is... If if the weather works out, it's... You know, it's great. Great because the birds are, you know, for what, especially with you with the first season, they're, you're going to be the first one screwing with them, you right. know, unless it's the ones that you're, you know, calling from the car at. But yeah. <laughs> educating. I'm not hunting that zone. So I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm just I know, practicing. That's my zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we're not going. With, that's a that's not your zone head. either. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> He's educating Frank's birds. Well, when, when Johnny, when your mom, my sister, she, the first time she ever turkey hunted, you know, and we, we, we were in uh, the area K, I think, whatever it was, it was up by, and it was up by uh, um, Baldwin, up in there off Kings Highway, I think, and we went up in there, man, and I mean, snow, mm-hmm. there was still Snow in the woods, snow, and it was wasn't very warm, you know. The first first day we went, and I mean, we didn't get a lot of stuff going, you know. And it was like a second or third day of the season, maybe. Uh, we had another guy with us, you know. Uh, the first first part, we were doing a little filming, and then uh, he uh, he had something he had to do or something, and you know, we just went on our own and it warmed up you know went back in this little cedar swamp sitting in this blind i called in two dandies man i mean dandies but they there was a little crick in there you know they stopped about 75 yards and they just strutted back and forth back and forth they're gobbling 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 finally we were sitting in this this blind she's scared to death of spiders you know and they're (laughs) they're crawling all over the big wolfies in there you know and and finally you know, we're just, you know, we're trying to be quiet and stuff. And I said, I'm just going to quit calling and, you know, let them go. And then maybe we can circle them, you know. And we were, and there were some cattails in there and stuff, you know. It was it was like a power line went through there. And uh, lo and behold, man, those, those turkeys, you know, they got about, you know, out of my, where I couldn't see them, you know. And I just kind of give them a little like that, you know. And then they, oh, they got one. then all of a sudden, back over here, you know. I'm going, wow, you know, it's like. I said, get down, you know, so we get down in the blind, and then he gobbles again. And I said, Carol, I says, he's coming. He's, right. you know, this this turkey's coming, you know. So I get the call again, you know, and he, here he comes, you know, redhead, you know, comes up and see them cattails, and he was kind of like little humps in there, you know, and had her gun sitting right there on the on the blind, you know, and he come up in there, and all of a sudden, man, he, he come up on this little hump, and I goes, okay. You know, go ahead and shoot him. You know, there was nothing happened. Miss Turkey's looking around and he's looking around. I'm going, Carol, shoot the turkey. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. I'm thinking, Lord, she's not gonna pull the trigger. <laughs> and the next thing, boom, <laughs> down he goes. <laughs> I don't know if she was afraid of the gun a little bit yet, you know, or. Had second thoughts about shooting a turkey, but you know what I mean. That was her first bird, and it, it was a, it was a Jake, and it was a nice Jake, though. You know, what I mean, it was a, it was cool. It was a well, cool experience. She was all bruised up from pattern the gun. Yeah, yeah. So she, I think she had a little, uh, little fright. Yeah. What does uh, Renella call those power Jakes? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, so getting into our seasons, you know, we are. We are trying to figure it out. We're going to do like a little bit of a, a turkey camp up at my cabin. So, you know, it's got to be for the first season. Like I've got a weekend. And then for for whatever reason, Frank's son, Chris, didn't put in for the same Very zone. Um, so they're going to try and kill kill one for him the first week uh, during the week because he works second shift. So, And Frank, you know, he works once a year. So worked really hard today <laughs> but uh well, that's, for, what, that's for, what you get when you're retired and you've worked your whole yeah. your whole freaking life that's right it's, it's the uh, reward right i should wear a leisure suit every day 
Speaking of leisure suits. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll get a picture of what he's wearing right now. <laughs> it's the full gamut. Uh, but John, you know, he, he comes to the club and he's like, do you listen to the last knock on podcast? He's like, oh my God, I'm totally doing it. And I was like, no, I didn't catch that one. What's up? And so John's obviously, you know, knock on everything. And last year we kind of, we talked about doing the, uh, hack suits. We got them. And, you know, I used mine, I wore it, we wore, we wore them elk hunting, and I wore it um, when I was deer hunting a couple times, and uh, the one time that I hunted from the ground, there were deer around me, and I was actually kind of like stalking in on them, and it, it was kind of an odd experience because I was just kind of like in the open, and they were looking over like they could see something, but it wasn't. They weren't like frightened. Um, it, it it was weird, and it's hard to. I mean, I had we were going to be doing a broadhead episode here pretty soon, and I was messaging back and forth with people saying, you know, with broadheads, it's like you have to make a bad shot for them to know that they work. Because right. if you make a good shot, then they're the greatest things ever, and if you make a bad shot or a marginal shot and you don't get them well fuck those broadheads they're garbage <laughs> it's like you have to make a terrible shot and recover the animal and be able to use the broadhead again for it to be great like so but i think that that kind of got me thinking like when i was trying to think about like my experiences with that hex suit is like you can watch a video or you can see something but you don't know it's kind of like what you were talking about with educating turkeys like do those turkeys see people all the time sitting in a lawn chair or like what, you know, like where are you, where are you hunting at? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. And like, you know, some of that stuff is like, Oh, there's the family I, over there, you know, I, I, I don't. <laughs> and so I kind of feel like that same way, like about the hex suit is like until like something like overly dramatic happens to you and it's successful or whatever, then it's just kind of like, What's the tipping point? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So, anyways, it's John. Like any so, type of that. So but at, before that podcast with Dudley come out, though, I had talked to you mm-hmm. about. I'm like, I'm doing it this year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, for at least for the first couple hunts, you know, since we're until we until blow it goes sideways, four, exactly. Until we, until we, we blow it three or four times, until right we completely I mean, debunk you're us. Not, not a stool <laughs> anymore. <laughs> exactly. Because, well, for one, we got. I got second season, so the birds are still going to be... It's not like the third season where they're already been screwed with so much. So, my plan was, before that, I even heard the podcast from Dudley, was I'm going to get my full hex suit. I'm going to bring out my little tripod stool. I'm not going to go out full lawn chair, but uh, we're going to give it a shot. I'm going to try to kill one with my bow sitting in the open, not in the blind. I've killed them in blind before, so, and I just, I mean, I want to give the hex, hex suit, it's, uh, the full shot. And then, so what did Dudley? So then Dudley, he ended up having Mike Slinker, who was one of the, you know, the founders of hex and who's killed like over 30 turkeys sitting in a lawn chair. It's the only way he hunts anymore. Had him on for Dudley's, uh, turkey camp and Dudley, you know, put it out there to the knock on nation. Hey, if you guys can uh, shoot one in your hack suit in a lawn chair, out in the open, tag film, it, film, film it. And then, you know, tag knock on nation hex. And might have a, you might win something if you have a decent video. So he's going to pick someone. So, well, sh- I'm like, well, we're in. Cause I was already going to do it. Right. <laughs> so, John's John's gonna try that. We're gonna be filming anyways, and right. And I'm gonna the only thing I uh, I'm gonna be trying. We talked about this broadhead uh, several the, times. It's, it's called the Dead the, Walker. It's called the I, Dead. I posted Walker. that up. I put it in the show notes. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, 165 grain, four inch cut, and if it works, it's gonna be devastating. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm shooting it. I'm gonna build a a special arrow for it. It's gonna be one of my 260 shafts. I think I'm going to leave it right around 30 inch shaft and I'm going to run just the regular aluminum insert since the, the head is 165 grain. So it's going to be a 
a little bit heavier than my normal arrow yet, but it'll be good knockdown power, and I don't think it's going to go all the way through the bird. <laughs> no, not when that thing opens up. No. <laughs> well, and- you know, I mean, them birds are tough. Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. So. You hit them, you hit them near the wing butt like that, you know, or something on the side like that. That's, they're, they're, they're hard right there, man. That, and I'm, I haven't changed up my bow. I did just, I built a new string for him. I put on it and get that tuned in, but uh, I'm leaving my 80 pound limbs on, so <laughs> I'm going to put the, the schwack down on it. The, the only hitch that I see in your plan is if it happens like the opening day of your season and not on the weekend and Frank's running the camera because that's where I see that this is going to go. I got nothing but faith in you, Frank, but I'm, I'm just, I just see like the videos of like, is this thing on video or photo? Like, is is this looking at me? We're going to end up killing this bird. Everything is going to go right. And then it's going to be, Oh, I forgot to hit record. I'll get it right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we'll have another Uncle Frank story. Yeah, we can have another one. <laughs> we'll be sending him off to Big Cock Country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, <laughs> gathering all this stuff for for the season, you know, this is going to be our our real trial run at filming as well. And so Frank wanted everything the same. So he says, I want everything. Can you get one of these? Can you get one of those? And it's like, you know, yeah, we did just talk to Aaron from the fall podcast who happens to work for a fucking production company. <laughs> yeah. So $20,000 cameras are out of the question, Frank. Yeah, so, by the way, we need two of those. Yeah, we need two of those. <laughs> two identical filming setups. And it's like, you know, can you do this? Oh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool. Can you do that? Can you do that? So um, the filming setup that I've settled in on, I got like for a reason um which is a, like we had talked about on that podcast just a cheap uh sony handycam it's actually the same one he had talked about which was the um sony um cx version so it's just their regular handycam but this one's from like 2012 i think which is when i ran the last season. yeah and it's, it's the yeah. It's the but now we have a the CX one sixty ah, but yeah. thumb remote. The right. reason that I went with those, I've got a uh, upgraded. Uh, I've got a Canon. Um, the HF series is a really good, you know, cheap, great starter camera, it, and they accept the um, external microphones, and uh, that's what I was running um, on my setup this year, and John had the Sony. And the Sony will accept a Lank remote. So there's an adapter that you have to get. Uh, but then you can have a, a thumb remote. So you can have a $100 camera that runs uh, a thumb remote. And that's super helpful. I mean, as John was talking about, you know, he missed hit and record on a couple times. And, yeah. you know, and fumbling around and, you know, with having new people that aren't familiar with the cameras, you know, back and forth between shooter, cameraman, whatever, um, that's going to be super helpful just as far as being able to get it down and be kind of stealthy. Um, yeah, there's no way, I mean, to be efficient without having that thumb button because you're, you know, trying to touch just the like the zoom button or, and then the record button is right next to it on that camera and then then try to you know wheel it around on the, the fluid head that was just you pretty much had to have two hands to do it and so no i could see with this much better though i mean with a you know yeah just, with it mounted right you know, on yeah mounted right on the handle like that that's yeah. that's slick yeah but i mean so like for this and that's the reason you know for this whole setup with the camera you know, not no fluid head or tripod or anything like that, but the camera, the remote, the um, freaking microphone, all the adapters and everything. It's probably didn't cost two hundred dollars. I mean, it looks like a squirrel, a gray squirrel on the top. <laughs> yeah, that one does. Yeah, wait till you get it in the wind. 
and you're going to be like, I'm so glad that we had that squirrel. And that thing is so damn big, it's zip-tied on there. Like, it, it was, like, way bigger than that. The, like, dead cat or whatever well, that they have. Well, you don't see it when we're calling turkeys, man. We're calling, eating their mic. <laughs> He'll eat it on camera, too. Yeah, he will. <laughs> He'll eat some arrow. <laughs> be getting a dead walker. Get dead walker. We'll see what like, shit. I only had one of those. It's All a right, one-pack. Take my arrow. <laughs> John can't shoot. You know, basically, we can all shoot all the same yeah, kind of interchange stuff one way or the other, except for John. Yeah. I got to have the long draw. <clears throat> but, yeah, so, I mean, we'll see how it turns out. We filmed some stuff with those cameras, and it, it turns out pretty good. I mean, we're, we're not a TV show. We're not, you know, we're not professionals by any means. So it's just a matter of getting started and, and, and trying to get it going. But for where we're going to put it and kind of what's what's going to happen with it. But having that set up, you know, for, for Frank and for, you know, for all the guys that, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll film for you. Sure. Like, what do I do? Like, it's pretty well, I think, straightforward. You know, I think that makes it a little bit easier, you know, to, right. to you know, amongst us, you know. Yeah. So if you're with, if you go out with Adam right. for a day. You're gonna end up with the same camera, same right. setup. So unless you come, or if you come with me, right, then you're not learning two separate setups. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited for the way that this this is all shaping up, and I think you know it, it totally does make sense to take the longer season for our turkey hunts, but it's much easier to plan like and be pointed and be focused about like I'm gonna spend this whole day and that whole day right just <clears throat> turkey hunting. Where last year, I mean, the, we planned, I mean, bought our heck suits and everything. And I ended up, I didn't even end up buying my tag because yeah. it was just like, well, all right, well, then next thing you know, my wife had something planned for this week. And then, well, I got the whole month. And then when it come down to it, it was like the last two days. I'm like, well, and then the weather was crap or something. Right. I'm like, well, and the same thing is like, you know, I've, talk to a bunch of people you know that listen to the podcast or whatever they're like well yeah i'd like to turkey hunt you know what do you say i'm like hey you know if i'm available in may look me up because i'm not going to be hunting you know so i mean if i can break away for a day and call some turkeys for you or just even or some dogs (laughs) (laughs) i've never called in a dog i might have been answered by a dog but i've never called in a dog thank you very much they say is you know, the worst turkey callers are the freaking turkeys themselves out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm, and, uh, you know I've, I've made some sounds that you think, oh, man. Just screwed know, it all. Just messed it up. And then they gobble, you know, and they just keep coming, you know. And it's like, you, you got to really do something really bad usually, you know. Uh, I heard. Uh, just, just don't don't alarm putt at them. No. <laughs> But I heard, I heard, uh, uh, buddy of ours, he used to own a sporting goods store here in town, Bruce Mumford. Mm-hmm. He, by far, was the worst <laughs> turkey caller I've ever seen. And Hunter, too, because he, he liked to, he liked to sit on a log, you know, and I wondered why the turkeys were alarm putting. I'd look back. He's got his mask flipped up, smoking a cigarette, you know. What? He's going, what? You know, like that, you know. And I'm going, what are you doing, you know. But he he showed me a box call one day, and, and he had film of these turkeys, these jakes. And it was... Any anybody that's ever called a turkey in their life would have busted his box call with their foot <laughs> and, and and said those were those turkeys were you know challenged or whatever you know what I mean special. they would have never came in you know that wouldn't have happened but it was it was the 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 worst crying on a box call I've ever heard and and it called them in you know so it's it's not you don't have to be I'm just kidding. You know, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> well, Adam I, I know. I mean, it, Frank was there. It, it was extremely comical. But so I think, I don't know if I killed it. I think I killed a turkey in the morning. And then uh, his boy come over and 
was checking it out. Well, these turkeys were going ballistic across the street from Frank's house. So we did the old sneak around on them. And uh, I, at that point, had been turkey hunting maybe, maybe two years, maybe not. I don't know. It was year two or three. And so my calling was non-existent. And this is not on a mouth call. That There was no calling on a mouth call. This was on a slate. It was like, here's a slate. Here's a striker. Like, if we get into a pinch, like, make, make some circles. circles. And uh, so we go and circle all the way around, cross the road, get over there, get along this ditch. And we poke our heads through the ditch. And there's the turkeys right there. So Chris says, stay right here. And I'm like going, and they, I mean, they're just hammering. And you can see them. I mean, here comes this big turkey. And then he's he's out in front of us strutting. And Chris is moving down the ditch. Well, then all of a sudden, like on the way on the other side of this ditch, a real hen starts going off. And we were just caught in the middle, and then Frank couldn't help himself. So he <laughs> comes up to the edge of the road in the neighbor's yard, and he's calling with a box call. So he's calling, this hen's calling, and we're right, right in the middle. But he's over there by the by the road going, man, he sounds really good. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, that was a real hen. That was a real hen. <laughs> he's going, man, he's really picked up some skills. Yeah, he's, really, he's caught on. <laughs> but that, that turkey... It, and it was one of those things where I can see why if you've never turkey hunted before or if you're you're new to calling, you, as soon as you hit the call, sometimes they go, right. and you just want to keep doing it because like it's oh, like yeah. real addicting. Like yeah. you just want to, you know. And Chris is over there going, you know, he's giving me the hand signals to like knock it off. Like you know, that's terrible. I mean, we get, we got the they got the point. And then he rolls that sucker over with a 10-gauge. We jump up, high-five, run over there as they're all flying away, including the one that just rolled over. (laughs) That's happened happened to me, too, with that same 10-gauge. Rolled two of them. So, so Frank, um, maybe you can answer this. And I I would imagine maybe John has some, some insight into this. But one of the things, you know, I've been seeing all this on social media with all these guys that are posting up these turkeys from all over and they're you know the seasons that are already um in full swing and i'm watching them you know the hunting public and their turkey tour and i'm watching they're having their podcast with you know the guys from the um woodhaven calls and, and that sort of stuff and aaron does a real good job of breaking down like kind of like why you know they do a great job of why they set up and kind of how he's calling but it, there isn't like an elk nut for for turkeys and so you said well don't give them an alarm putt well what if that's the only sound you can make out of that diaphragm call like how do you know what you're saying well, or like yeah, alarm putt would be you you know that's basically you just want to do you know i mean don't try to overdo it you know when you when you first start using a diaphragm yeah and, and you know you you get your basic sounds on your slates and boxes and stuff like that. But I'm just saying okay, for like, so, an, but so, I'm talking about a, a, a broad spectrum, like overview, like for the elk nut, it's like, I took it, I took the turkey hunting approach is like, I can make these elk sounds so I can make a location bugle. I can make a mew. Okay, great. I can make a yelp. I can do a cutting sequence and I can cluck and purr when, when how, why. Yeah. When do you when do you use them? You mean yeah. Well, it's every every scenario is different. You know, I mean, every bird's different. So usually. break it down for for everyone. Like what? Like when you get out to the woods and you get set up, what do you start with? First of all, we're, are we time, time of day. Okay, are we are we are like we on a bird in a tree? You know, or what? You know, right. let's, never let's, hunted them from a tree, but yeah, I mean, yeah. well, <laughs> let's put it like this. All right, you should start. We got out there in the morning. Yeah. We had some birds roosted. They come down. They went the other way. So now we're going to regroup. Okay. We're going to go to a spot that we know they kind of frequent. We're going to well, set up and just kind of. Just we'll take that scenario. Then that, that day that we went into that opening. Yeah. Uh, what was it? it? Was last year? Was it or two or years ago? Two years ago. You go. We knew the opening was there. 
we do the turkeys, you know, dusted in there, dusted, and they strouted, and everything else. So as we worked our way in there, you know, that gray light kind of deal, you know, we're listening and everything. We didn't really hear anything, did we? I mean, close in there, you Not know, close. no, no, far away on the was, other side was, of the it creek. It sounded like things were far away. So I'm thinking. Well, we had a game plan. We were gonna we were gonna go in there and set up. We set up our decoys. We set up our tent, you know, and and everything. So, I like to hunt that way because, I you know I mean I just I think I have more success. You know, give me a few hours. Don't give me a few minutes. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I look at it that way. I think I think a lot of turkey hunters uh, lose patience. You know. Turkey, now, now Turkey gobbles. Say, you know, he answers your call. He might be three hundred yards away. If and, and most guys go, God, he hasn't answered in so long. He hasn't answered in so long. Well, you know what that turkey's doing? He does what turkeys do. They don't go away usually. You know, they have a deal that they just walk around and they they might strut here. They might do this. You know, but. The turkey's still there, right? And and I've done it, and Adam knows. You know, we we've all done it. Well, let's let's move. Let's move. So the first thing you do, you're packing up your stuff. You move a hundred foot, and all of a sudden you hear alarm putts. You know, <laughs> you blew it. You know, <laughs> the turkey's gone. You know, so just I think my thing is you have to be patient and give it enough time. And if the if the birds are there, you're going to see them. But sometimes they come in quiet. Sometimes, you know, they come running in. You know, they're all different. So when we got set up, we got all set up. We're we're ready. You got your your uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, freaking banjo, seventy five calls out the orchestra, up. symphony of co- calls, <laughs> first chair, second chair, <laughs> percussion. So you start out with what? I I usually like to start out with a slate and just kind of just quiet some you soft know yelps. some soft yelps maybe a little little clucking you know and just maybe all of a sudden man boom one will answer it'll be close you know right. so i think i'm just testing the distance right you, you don't want I mean? to start out with no you're know, not gonna balls i'm, not gonna, I'm <laughs> not gonna sit there and take a box call and just start hammering on it right. you know cutting or something and, like that or cutting with a diaphragm you know it's just like you start out slow kind of quiet and then you move. I just keep moving the sound. I think you know you, right. as you go, and and then you know you guys saw that day what happened. Yeah, the bird just started moving. All of a sudden, he started gobbling. You know what I mean? And, and it's, there were some that were answering, you know, different directions too. Right. You know, so that's important. I think about working them, how you work them. You know, especially on where we're hunting up there, that's public land, man. That's that's like Hammerville, you know what I mean? Right, and that was, you know. That was the third season, right. so they'd already been, right. you know. So, you know, but, you know, I mean, and then the birds we did get in called them in twice. Right. You know, so, I mean, there was, you know, and then we had the other big one go yeah. across the end there and back behind us, yep. you know, so. Yeah, it was, I thought it was really successful. But it's like I say, it's it's they're all different. But I kind of take the same approach, unless I go out during the middle of the day. Well, I do the same thing though. Middle of the day though, Adam's been with me enough times to know we'll go out there and we're just we're not talk or anything on the way out. Just just get to a spot, and then set do your setup. Whatever you're gonna do, if you're gonna put decoys out, you know tent, and then I'll. I'll do the the quiet calling, and then if that doesn't work, then I go into the the, crazy, the crazy stuff. I'll I'll make as much noise with as many calls and as loud as I can. I mean, cackling, you know, anything, and I'll do it for you know a while, and then nothing. I shut up. And I don't know how many times this has worked for me. After you do that, it might be five, ten minutes goes by. And all of a sudden. And all of a sudden you hear a gobble. Right. You're like, hey, where were you at? Yeah. And then I don't do nothing. I just I'll just sit there for a while. If he gobbles again, maybe I'll maybe I'll hit a slate or something, you know. 
And and those are the turkeys right there that you're gonna kill. Right. Those are the ones. That those are the ones. Those are the ones that are listening. And he goes, man, what was all that going on over there? Now I don't hear nothing. You know what's and. I'm doing what I normally do, you know, nothing. I walk around, you know, look at the ground, you know. Well, then all that's going on over there, you know, and then, I'm, and then pretty soon, you know, oh, yeah, there is a hand over there. So, you know, away we go, you know. And that's the way I look at it, you know. He's going to get dusted. <laughs> Isn't that the way you killed the last one? Mm-mm. Last one, I took a nap. Yeah, well, I mean, you did all that. I, I, did, all, I did all the calling. Nothing happened, you know, never heard a turkey, and it was really nice. It was, it was, I don't know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock, you know, and it was warm, and I just leaned back and fell asleep, and I woke up. And, you know what, called him in, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, woke, I woke up, and it was about noon, and I'm, I, I, looked at, I looked at my phone, and I went, well, it's time to kill a turkey, you know? And it was like, I mean, I hit the call a couple times. They gobbled, you know. Wow, you know. Then next thing I know, you know, they gobble again. Well, two two times come in and uh, kind of caught me. I thought Sleeping? they were coming. I thought they were coming in. No, I <laughs> thought they were coming in. Remember how the, yeah, they come yeah. in the back door in that spot? You know. Well, I was I'm sitting that way with the gun facing away, and all of a sudden I see movement to my left. While they came right in. Off the way this they trail, were supposed to. yeah, the way they're supposed to actually come in, and I just kind of thought, "Oh man, this is not good." Well, then they came right in that little opening, and I thought, "Well, I got to make a move." You know, I'm going to have to make a move here, one way or the other, because I I believe in that. Yeah, because <coughs> they came into your left, and you're a left-handed shooter, right? So I'm I mean, so I'm even over here, so I got to turn. Right, you got to come across so your body. When I when I made the move, I started moving. The one turkey starts running, you know, to the north. So I just kind of, I'm you know, in a bad spot yet, trying to follow him, you know, and then boom, I shot right behind him, man. He was hauling. And I racked the shell and I looked. I spun all the way around. And the other turkey made the mistake of running over and stopping. <laughs> and when he stopped, I popped him. <laughs> it was about a 45 yard shot. But. You know, that was just a – and I'm a believer in in bow hunting and turkey hunting are kind of the same as far as, you know, you got to be an opportunist, you know. And I, you get to a point with my daughter's hunt there, you know, it was – the turkey was so close. I mean, you know, like he was actually like strutting on my foot, you know. <laughs> 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 and she didn't at first know what it was because he didn't he didn't make any noise other than spitting and drumming, you know, and she hadn't she hadn't heard that before. Well, but she did look over and oh, oh okay. I thought you were talking about no, when no, she the, killed the one on the one on the pine tree there. Yeah. You know? And and I I've always you know, like I said, you know, I'll, it gets to a point where something's gotta happen. You gotta make a move. Okay, right. so but I wanna that is a real great uh, transition so on that hunt it, like these um, all the last three hunts that frank's talked about have all happened in this exact same spot and when he said okay the turkeys come in the back door there that's what happened he, frank had already killed a bird he's facing we'll just east. we'll call it east we're facing west the turkeys come from the north they come down this little road well that's the way that it's happened nine times out of ten Except this day. And that turkey come in, and we're in this big pine tree. Frank's on one side, and, like, he could have reached out and grabbed this turkey. And he said he's waiting for the barrel just to come right over his head. And we were – she was locked into the turkey vest, into the seat, so she couldn't spin around very well. And the turkey, like, he literally had to take, like, two more steps when he was strutting to get out to the end of this branch. And – she'd have dusted him right there but that i mean that's kind of the way that we were set up and then he just kept going back and forth and it's by far like one of my favorite memories ever i mean we didn't kill that turkey but he gobbled like i don't know six feet from my wife and she 
jumped about six feet in the air attached <laughs> to this vest like she just got ejected out of a f-15 well when he finally got to the end of that branch you know i was almost like laying down you know and i was and i had the slate in my hand and all i could do was just like like a little and when i finally did that he gobbled remember yeah, yeah. that was all oh yeah i remember come on she hit now. the ejector but <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty wild but the reason why i say that's a great transition is because in that spot, at it, it happened twice because it happened with uh, Chris's wife right there too. Mm-hmm. Is we had decoy set out and we had the Tom decoy set out, I think, right. and right. that turkey never got any any further. So what with like decoy setups is like Franklin. I mean, I I killed probably the biggest turkey that I've ever killed on a full set of decoys, like strutter you know two or three what do you call them john shiny inflatable hens or whatever they are but there was a whole gaggle of turkeys michelin's 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 out there that day man but they 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 were out there and um i was i was probably about as far off as those turkeys stopped from the decoys the decoys were out quite a bit further um, and obviously this was when we were hunting with shotguns and I see now the turkeys, uh, you know, most people that are bow hunting, these turkeys have the decoys at like six to 10 yards yeah, so that, right. mine up so that they right. can get them to, even if they do hang up, um, they're within well, 20 yards, but that turkey, and it could have been the same turkey, but twice hung up, you know, just out of range or like where we weren't set up for because of the, like location of the decoys what's your setup been for the decoys i ordered a new decoy this year and well and like you say when we you were talking about danielle's hunt you know we had the we had the tom and some hens you know well this particular bird which was a nice bird when he came in he's probably 10 inch beard you know but it looked like he probably had his butt whooped a couple times because he when he came to a certain distance he stopped immediately when he saw that that situation with the with the de- the decoys we had out, and he started strutting, and he and he just would not come. Right. He would gobble, 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 and never come any closer, you know. And she wasn't comfortable with that shot, so you know, I mean, it was, you know, I mean, we could have pretty probably killed the bird, you know, but just knowing, seeing what you know what that happened in that scenario, I think you know using a Using a Jake decoy, you know, with a hand, you know, or something or whatever, you know, I mean, might might help you, you know, in a in a certain situation. You know. Yeah. What did what did Zach call that the the uh, oh, what do you call that bird? The well, you show. called it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All show, no go. And yeah. you said he's just. A, you said he's just a little bitch. <laughs> He talks a bunch of shit and then he runs away. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, and, and you got to believe that because look at the number of birds we have, you know. I mean, when you're running 10, 10 12 longbeards together, you know, there's got to be a pecking order there, you know. And then when they break up, you know, you'll see around our house usually what? One, one or two birds together. Not normally three, you know. Very rare that you'll see three longbeards running in you know it's usually, yeah, usually a couple of birds you know a couple long beards and then some and, jakes and, a, and some jakes yeah so it's in in i've watched them i've watched them you know around the around the place and and uh they definitely have that order set you know and i think it's established well before breeding season starts you know What's happening right now? That's, oh, they're, yeah. They're, they got a fight club. That's why they're not in the yard right now. <laughs> <laughs> they're out there knocking the crap out of each other. But, yeah, so I ordered, and John and I need to talk more because <laughs> I I ordered a uh, one of the Avian X half-strut uh, Jake uh, decoys. And it's like a real good-looking decoy. And it was like, do I buy the Dave Smith one or this one and or the – primo's 35 dollar gobbler stopper so i just picked like the <laughs> middle of the road that still looked good 
I show up at the club and I'm telling John, and he's like, "I almost bought a Dave Smith. We should have just bought one of those." I'm like, "Son of a bitch!" Like <laughs> I had, I had it on my my. I was looking at well, cause they still have them in stock, or they did anyway, at our Cabela's in Granville, limited stock, and they had the. When you got just got a gift card. Yeah, they had the <laughs> the uh, Jake and the the bedded hen, yeah, the kit. You know, the two of the pair together. And I'm like, man, I got I got this gift card, but it's not even close. Right. <laughs> I'm like, if I order this, my wife's going to definitely, uh, I'll be living with the turkeys. <laughs> well, I think, you know, that's kind of like the, the, I think Dave Smith is the standard. I mean, that's like he the, sets the bar. Yeah, that's for, the gold standard. Yeah. And, and, but the guys that, that hunt with him, I mean, there, it's like, yeah, there's, there's no other, yeah. There's no other decoy to use at the after the after you've tried it. Yeah. So, so I I bought that one because it was like, well, I've been using the the Michelin's, <laughs> the whole shag the, nasty is what we used to yeah, call the the, the foam the ones. foam ones. You know, <laughs> I got a whole and I'm like I got a whole flock of them in the shed. <laughs> and I've got, I mean I've got a big Primos or Avian X full strutter. You know, and then I've got the hen that goes with it. The hen, hard bodied, you know, you can switch out the heads on that too, and it's pretty nice. But I just haven't had like, you know, the where you see the birds come running in, and you know, they jump mean, on them, and they're yeah, and oh, and, yeah. and so it's, seen them do it to a guy before, you know, but, <laughs> you know, not not a turkey. You know. Well, I think you got to. I think you got to tell that story now. Now you've. <laughs> Well, this has been quite a while ago. We were, it was, I was up to my brother-in-law's, and uh, he had a, a, a tame turkey. But it was, you know, it was the color of a, a wild bird and everything. But he was huge. He was, this bird had to be close to 40 pounds, man. He was a monster. And I was up there one day, and we were just kind of messing around i don't know what we were what we were even doing if thinking about cutting wood or something and i i had a diaphragm you know and i just started hitting the diaphragm well this this thing would not stop gobbling i mean he just like you know everything i did he would like gobble well we're sitting here you know and and, and my brother-in-law's brother comes over and he's a little thin guy you know and uh Bob was always kind of silly, anyways, you know. So, and I and I really got this turkey going. I started cutting, and he's like really getting excited. You know, <laughs> all worked. Yeah. Out. Well, then Bob, he just kneels down next to the turkey, kind of like, and the turkey's coming up and and rubbing up against him and stuff, you know, and strutting right up against him, you know. And Bob's laughing, you know, and and I'm getting, I'm cutting with that with a diaphragm, and the turkey's gobbling, and it's getting like to a crescendo, you know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> This turkey is like really liking Bob, and Bob's laughing, you know. For whatever reason, Bob lays down on the ground <laughs> on his stomach. And Big Jimmy there jumps up on his back, and I mean, he's right on Bob's back, and all of a sudden, Bob goes, Oh! Man, he's hurting me, he says, you know, like he's walking on his back, you know. And I, me and GM are crying, man. We are crying. And I can't even believe what's happening. And and this turkey, man, he, he's just like, he's walking on his back. And I'm still, I'm still revving him up, you know. And all of a sudden, man, the old turkey goes into the hunch mode, you know. And he goes, man, you got to get this thing off me. He's hurting me. And then he goes... And all of a sudden, you know, turkey unloads on him, you know, and he goes, hey, man, he said, he just shit on my back. And I goes, that ain't shit, Bob. <laughs> Get him off me. Oh, now we're talking turkey porn. Oh, well, it was. And it was so cool. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life, though. <laughs> this old turkey was huge, man. <laughs> and, and by his reaction, I'm assuming that John's never heard this story before either. <laughs> I have. It's just funny every time. And you wonder why Uncle Frank knows so much about turkeys? <laughs> he can work them into a frenzy. Oh, buddy. 
He was revved up. I know that. <laughs> and he is liking Bobby. <laughs> oh, well, how did, where do you go from there? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. You guys got to come up with something, you know. <laughs> so what are your uh, expectations for the – for the season there, Frank. Me? Yeah. I want to get some bow hunts on film, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. You know, I mean, we've seen, we've seen the ugly. (laughs) 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 What? (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I'm just, I just want to get some kills on, you know, or get, you know, get whatever, you know, whatever happens, you know, get them coming in, you know, and get an opportunity, get the opportunities, you know, and I think we'll see that this year. You know, on film. Well, and I like the fact, I mean, again, it's just like when we started the podcast is telling people like, all right, well, we're going to fucking start a podcast. We're going to do this. So it's like we got everything all laid out. It's just a matter of, of doing it, you know, so to, to. Hopefully our timelines are, you know, run together this time, you know, where we can, you know, get stuff done. Well, I, like I Johnny said, and I got no problem. You know I mean? We can, you know. Right. Yeah, and the, the the project I was supposed to go out of town has got moved into June now. So okay, okay. that's perfect. Still, so I got the whole whole month. Still going to be at the Total Archery Challenge. Yeah, it's not till the third week of June. So okay. So yeah, I mean that's that's I guess that's your uh, Uncle Frank story for the for the day. <laughs> I asked him to I I I had one teed up for him before and uh he said no you know i don't know about that so then he hits us with that one so that's (laughs) i don't know i think right out left field (laughs) (laughs) oh man but yeah i'm I'm excited um to see what's going on we got some you know pretty good guests lined up here for the for the next couple weeks and we'll, we'll make sure that uh you know we keep you guys in the loop as soon as we start um actually hunting you know we got what two weeks two weeks weeks yeah yeah we'll do some this uh this coming week we should probably head up and uh you know look around the cabin and stuff and yeah that's that's one of my old my old spots up there you know did a lot of bird hunting up there yeah well that's where we that's the only place we could hunt really back and when we first started what yeah it's been shit 25 years yeah yeah, yeah, I killed my first bird when I was 14. Yeah, I think you were. The old, matter of fact, I was with Uncle Ray's 12 gauge. Yeah, you guys were you guys were living on Warden Road. Yeah. Because we took the pictures in the garage, remember? Yeah, oh, yeah. And it looked like, looked <laughs> like you guys had like, um, what do you remind me of? We were freaking what, what, so. What, coyotes or something? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what they looked like, the turkeys, man. I couldn't believe it. Oh, it rained. Right after, right after we killed them, you know, or. Him and his dad. Yeah. Yeah. Like that uh, bearded hen that I shot that looked like it come out of the washing machine. Yeah, that was another one like that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> looked like an otter, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, I think that's pretty much all we've got for today. Um, just like I said, just wanted to let everybody know kind of what we got going on for our turkey season and kind of solidify our plans. And like I say, I've, you know, talked to a bunch of guys listeners out there that are talking about you know getting into turkey hunting or, or whatever and i mean if you're in the area and you're around you know certainly get a hold of us and you know maybe biggest you, i think may- biggest thing is like say you know if you're a new a new guy and and you're fairly good with your calls you know get get good with your you know calls as best you can but be patient be those birds unless you you blow them out of an area, you know, and there's a lot of hands sometimes, you know, but just be patient with them and they'll, they'll, they'll come, you know, you'll get your turkey or yeah, get your chance. Like I say, I mean, reach out to us and, you know, like I, I'll be happy to take a day and go do some dog calls at turkeys for you. out of park. <laughs> <laughs> go out there with my elk bugle <laughs> that'll probably make him gobble yeah tell him where's that what a, oh, oh yeah gobble. <laughs> yeah 
All right. Like I say, I think that's all we got for today. Um, been getting some real good uh, feedback. Put some posts on uh, Instagram, and there's a lot of people out there. Um, you know that you know it's it's always nice to hear back from the listeners and get some feedback. So um, if you if you haven't given us a review on however you're listening to this, please 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 do that. Good, bad, or indifferent. Say no more Uncle Frank stories. More Uncle Frank stories. No more of that turkey stuff. Um, you know. <laughs> whatever and and follow along with us with uh on the social media platforms but like i said we've been getting some real good feedback lately and uh, like i say we appreciate everything and if there's anything we can do to help you know feel free to to reach out and i'll give you john's number so um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's uh it's everything we got for today so See ya. thanks for uh sticking with us